don't do the most, but I do a lot. I'ma make a toast, cause we still alive. No big, I feel like Pac. I shoot a shot. I'm coming in hot. All right, y'all. Welcome to Ice Cold Facts. Uh, another episode, episode five, I believe. Uh, I've been waiting on this one for a minute. Got my homeboy, Terry T-Rock Evans. What's up, bro? What's happening, everybody? What's up, bro? How are you? Nothing much, man. I'm chilling. How you How you? Uh, you and the family been doing this whole little pandemic? Uh, I would say good, man. We still here above water. You know, nobody has gotten sick. It's definitely an adjustment, man. Definitely. Definitely just a time of adjustment. Definitely. So if everybody can see in this background, you know, we got a, a little Jordan collection or shoe collection, rather. Uh, you know, for the ones that don't know Terry, uh, you know, he's a big, big shoe head, big sneaker head. Um, tell us when it when did that start? When did you start really collecting shoes? Uh I would have to say when my feet got to be the size they are. So about the age of 13. Okay. And I was wearing a 13, you know, I could kind of take care of my shoes then, you know, feet stopped growing. Right. You know, I had had started putting aside my hooping shoes, started really getting into like the the Deons, the the Bo Jacksons. Okay. You know, just Nike was Nike's was the joints. Ken yeah. Griffey's, you know. And we had a plug. You know, Marty's was the plug down here. Oh, yeah. Marty and Gus. Yeah. You, you had you go get you a nice pair of shoes, 75 bucks, 60 yep. bucks. You know what I'm saying? I'm talking about some panties. You might find a pair of J's on sale in there. Yep. Not no more. You, know. you got to go through the raffle and. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's freezing and crashing on you. So it's a little harder nowadays, but. Yeah, it's different. You know, I remember waiting in line them days and doing all that stuff, you know, camping out, pulling up early and all that. But, oh, yeah. You know, after a while, like I say, we was talking before, you know, it it get old, you know. It, yeah. it get hard and old, but yeah. priorities change. Yeah. I mean, definitely priorities change, but I'm going to still try to wiggle my way through it and I'm try to get what I can. Um I normally have good good luck through the sneakers app. So usually if it's something that I really want, you know, I'm able to to get it, you know, through sneakers. So um priorities definitely change. You know, as we get older, I mean I've been knowing you for twenty plus years. Yeah. Which that's yeah. um that you know, that sounds so far gone, you know what I'm saying? With you look back when we was well, I was fourteen as a freshman, I think, so you know, just think about when we was 14 to 33, 34 now. It's like one word at the time go. But then, I mean, like I always say, you got certain relationships that, you know, we don't, we don't see each other. Yeah, I'm, I'm all the way in Texas, you in St. Louis, but we could always pick up where we left off, you know what I'm saying? So it's that mutual, yes, that mutual friendship, you know. You like a brother to me for sure. So that's why this, this interview probably is going to be – probably near and dear to me, you know what I'm saying, compared to some of the, I'm going to get some other people on, but it's certain ones that I look forward to. And, and then you know what I always hate? The only time we really hooped together was like, hoop it up. 
We ain't really get to get to play in a game game together. Yeah. You know that's crazy. We could have if I if I would have stopped farting around when I got to Ritter, man, and just did what I was supposed to do. They never got to see that show. It would have been crazy. I I stick with it to this day. If you put me on one wing, you on the other wing, and then I guess at that time too, you had Alex that was balling out too. So you got three wing players that's flying down the court. Somebody's getting dunked on. Somebody's getting dunked on. But that was my thing, you know. I, I'm sure you're gonna probably tell that that what was we at Bishop DeBerg? Oh my god! <laughs> oh my god! That was hilarious. I, I don't know how I did. That. It was it was over anxious. I was I was excited. And Man, anytime look. I see, even to this day, if I see a clear open round, I'm trying to I'm trying to yank it. So that's what that Bishop the Bird stuff was, man. Was you know what's funny? Me and Twig was just on the phone before I before I was uh got on the uh, Zoom with you. So we he say, man, you probably was one of the best overall players that they never got to see. You know what I'm saying? Like you know what I'm saying? What 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 happened was you know we paid to go to school at Ritter. You know we in the hood. Right. And it's funny to say that you paid to go to school to be on Thacker. Yep. But it was what it was, you know. So a lot of people thought we were soft, but we wasn't. You know, we we was some city kids, just our parents wanted a different route. We wanted a different route, really, because I know my my decision came down to me making the decision to go to Ritter. Okay. I had other choices. You know, one was to go to Chaminade. Uh, okay. I had played AAU, well, not at the time it was AAU, but just locally. Yeah. I was playing with uh, Thurman Griffin with the Wolfpack. Shout out to Griff. So, uh, yeah, Big Griff got, got us right, you know, he, six through eight. I think I did maybe two workouts with him. I'm like, man, I'm him and Chico. Hey, I'm like, man, I'm done with these dudes. Hey, you survive a Griff workout, you a man. I barely survived it. Hey, all right. He used to put a trash can in the middle of the floor on purpose, and, and I would laugh like people who didn't know, like, yeah, yeah. you gonna see that trash can, oh, yeah. and if you don't, he gonna make you see. He gonna keep me making you go until you go see that trash can. Yeah, that's so, what happened you know, to Pierre Ritter, man. I, that first one of the first practices at Northwest, Coach Niels had us running and doing defensive slide drills, and man, and it was hot. I wasn't ready for it, man. I was not ready. And see, one thing was I was blessed, you know. I was I was just athletic enough to always yeah. adjust to that. It wasn't like we 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 got trained like these kids today blessed to get trained, but like man, we we just got out there. There was a lot of athletes to come through where we came from through that through that time in middle school. That's that, that yeah. St. Louis public magnet thing, man. It was a lot of athletes in there that did a lot like for St. Louis sports and did on bigger things in college. And just real good men these days. Yep. And I think that's the big stigma behind it. Everybody feel that if you don't make it to the league or you don't play overseas, that you you deemed a failure. You know what I'm saying? So even I look at somebody like myself, you know, I, I played through high school uh, as a kid through high school, played a couple years in college, and then, you know, that window closed. So I went through that period where I didn't know what to do with life. You know, mm -hmm. and it took me years before – you know, I got to link up with my cousin Terry, you know, Edwards, and that's when I found my passion for coaching. And right, right. You know, that's what I've been doing ever since. So sucked I'm in, day, but I'm still in it. You know what I'm saying? Kind of, kind of got me suckered in with it. Yeah, man. I, 
<laughs> that was fun times, though. I mean, working with it was. Kids. It was. We won a couple of tournaments. Yeah. You know, they were some babies, though. It was look like you bitty ball, man. It was yep. funny. Yep. But I will say, I'd rather work with like my ninth graders. I rather I rather work with them versus, you know, taking the, the six, seven year olds. I rather give me the older group, you know, guys that I can get out there and gotta have some patience with some kids, man. Yeah. Which I got it, but I rather. But the knowledge, get out there. The knowledge you're trying to instill that knowledge you got. Yeah. I got you. Yeah, they. I mean, my ninth graders. I mean, high school finna fly by like before they know it. So you know, we working on recruiting and you know cleaning up their social media, all that stuff because that's man. Look, important. We we headed towards what that that twenty year reunion. Jesus. That's how long we've been out of school, high school. I'm, we really like OGs in in this game of basketball and just just this just this cycle now. We 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 becoming the old heads. That's crazy. <laughs> oh my god, man! And I I struggle with that when I when they when they call me big man or or, or OG like. Don't, I don't want to hear that, man. I ain't well, I'd be laughing because, you know, it'd be somebody who look your age saying it like, what's up, OG? You like, man, like, come on, man. Like, yep. yeah, it, it's awkward. But um, so let's rewind. Take me all the way back to when, when Terry Evans fell in love with basketball. Like, how old were you? Like, what was your influence at that time? Um, you know, and who were, like, players you looked up to from, like, a, a professional standpoint? Well, I would have to say it was about the age of six. Okay. Uh, you know, I kind of got into it with uh, the Rock Church. We had uh, started playing there. But uh, it just started out in the school yards, you know, playing outside with friends, yeah. recess, gym. And then, you know, finally once I got into sports and started watching about that age of six, Jordan, yeah. you know, that was probably – yeah, that was probably the uh the end of that three peak. Okay. You know, I probably really got into to watching basketball. Uh, you know, so I would say influence on my game it's a lot. Yeah. You know, I I, I would always I love KG. Yeah. His intensity, just being a, a guy that his motor kept running. Right. I was a fan of Dennis Rodman how he rebounded, like, I I watch, got, I watch certain guys for certain reasons, you know what I mean, like, I would, I would watch Ray Allen, yeah. big fan of his game, just how he, he just had it all, yeah. mid-range, well, especially when he came in the league early, I love uh, Ray yeah, Allen. Yeah, give me a, give me a Milwaukee Bucks, Ray Allen. Yeah, Seattle too, early Seattle too. Yeah. Early Seattle, Ray was, he had that thing, boy. He'd go put it on you all that. You know, uh, who else I really watched? I, I really like Scotty. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Like, I really like Scotty. Like, you know, everybody loved Jordan, but I just, Scotty did everything. Yeah. And, you know, I was never a big scorer. I could score, but yeah. I do everything. And that's what I was like, I have to be an asset. I can't come off the floor. Like, I don't like sitting over here no way. So, yeah, that makes I'm going to do everything to stay on the floor. Oh, you want me to play D? All right. You need me to score? All right. Yep. You need me to talk shit? Whatever it may be, right. I'm going there with you. I'm going to be the enforcer. One game, I might have to be the shooter. 
I'm adjusting. That's right. what I wanted to always type of be type of player, you know, where I wasn't boxed in. But, you know, games change. You know, yeah. once I got to college, it changed. You know, I ain't even looked to school no more like that just because the role for me was to play defense. Right. And to stay on the floor, I knew, you know, I still could do everything. One right. thing I was always blessed with, I, I could I could score without you having to call my number. I go get in the passing lane, go get a tip dunk, yep. run a break, go coast to coast myself, you know, just get to the free throw line. Like, I, I, I was I always prided myself that you didn't have to call my number right. to, to score. And shit, end up averaging double figures for my career, you yeah. know, without getting your number called. So, so what, what made you choose? I know you said you could have went other places, you know, as far as probably some of the PHL schools, you know, the public high league in St. Louis, for, for ones that don't know. But what made you choose Ritter? Like, what was, uh, what was the determining factor? The determining factor. The factors. So, you know, going back, kind of telling you, like, you know, Griffin, Chaminade, you know, I played with Monroe Douglas. I played with Von West. I played with Tommy Williams. So we was click tight. You know, those were my guys. We was talking about it, like, playing for high school and, and doing all this. When I found out Chaminade was all boys school and then they was talking about you might have to stay on campus throughout the week. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I, I'm what, 13, 14 at this time. I had probably just really, really gotten to girls. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm like, not go to school with girls. I'm like, nah, that ain't happening. That's right. And you know, then to have to stay on campus, you know, I'm a I'm a, I'm a mama's boy at heart. You know, my yeah. mom is my heart. You know, uh, so to be away from her in a week and you know just all that, yeah, I went I went for it at the time, right. And um, you know, I kind of just x my list down. You know, in the PHL, I probably was looking to go not even to Vashon. I was probably looking to go to Seoul then. So then or something, because those are both schools my parents went to. And, you know, uh, that's what I wanted to do. I wanted to go to one of their schools and leave a legacy if I was going to go to a PHL school. Gotcha. Gotcha. So, yeah, your, your story is similar to mine. I mean, I would have ended up at uh, – I would have ended up at Gateway Tech, you know, had, mm -hmm. I, had I not gone the public school route. And, I mean, Ritter, Ritter for me just made more sense. You know, at the time, kind of similar with you, you know, Alvin. Alvin Davey went to Cardinal Ritter, Mike Jones, you know, I grew up with them and our parents were tight. And so it was like, okay, this is a good school. My grandmother stayed literally right around the corner from, from Cardinal Ritter. So, I mean, I was familiar with the school. I went up, met with uh, Coach Thomas. And Man, let me tell you, let's go back to, to about Coach Thomas. Okay. So Coach Thomas was cool with, with Grill. So okay. I seen Coach Thomas early, and we played in a league against them with, uh, I think it was uh, Richard So I want to say it was John John Pops running a league at the Y. Okay. You know what I'm saying? And uh, we played against Fred Ruffin, uh, uh, Rodney Dyson. I'm talking about they was, they was young. Yeah. So I'm talking about I'm young. You know, so – we kind of got a report. I think this is our eighth grade year. Okay. And, you know, uh, Preston so was talking about coming in, you know, but he had worked me out a couple of times. All that type of stuff was giving me some points about that triangle. 
showing me that mid-range game, things of that nature. Yeah. So I, I was kind of already feeling rid of too. And, you know, um, Chris Curlwell was – I was a big fan of his. Yeah. Big fan. You know, went to Triple uh, A Bush. So I always heard stories about Chris Curlwell, okay. you know, all these type of things. Uh, where was I going? Uh, yeah. but Tom, Tom, you know, Tom left. Yeah. So the crazy thing is, like, I was gonna exit all because he was leaving. Yep. Marvin Nils ended up getting that job, okay. even though we was already kind of in school. Like when I found out Nils got the job, like I ain't, I ain't know him, but you know I had a report from NYSP and all that. My parents knew him. Yeah. Like my parents grew up basically. Every one of my parents had both of them, and my brother. Like all my family basically came up under some with Nils. Gotcha. So they was comfortable with him. Right. So when they heard that, it was like, nah, you good? Like, yeah. You know, we straight. Like, yeah. You gonna be all right. Hindsight Even if it wasn't basketball, like you're gonna be all right. He's gonna make sure you're gonna be a decent person. Yeah. And I don't think Nils get a lot of credit that he deserves, you know, that one, he's a living legend. You know, we we can't take that away from him. From what he did back in the day, even you know, if you rewind a few years with Ritter, you know, and I, I still I, I don't know the full story about how he left and all of that, but it sounds to me like it wasn't right, you know what I'm saying? So I don't even really want to get into it. It's, 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 it's some bitterness in it. You yeah. know, uh, I talked to him about it. That had to be something for him to share, you know, that's personal with him. But, you know, it wasn't right. Yeah. You know, and, 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 and it seems to be a constant thing with, with the school at times that certain things just ain't done right. But, right. you know, and I had the, it. I had the conversation with, uh, with Head, Brandon Gilmore, as far as why Ritter – you know, shout out to Ryan Johnson. He doing his thing, you know. And when Randy hey, bro. was there, he did his That's thing. That's my dog. But why won't they – I guess we can tap into this later, but no, nah, we, we can do it now. Why won't Ritter hire any of they, like, alum? If you think about all the guys that came uh, I can't speak on that because I don't know. I know yeah. RJ did offer me a position, you know. Um, shout out to RJ. You know, it just – it didn't make sense. You know, I'm making more money right here where I'm at SO then. Okay. And I, I literally stay around the corner from the school. And these kids over here need me too, so. All right. So talk about when you got to Ritter. Um, I mean, you were basically like a true freshman. You know, when I first yeah. saw you hoop, I mean, you – I thought I was doing something, you know, being able to jump, you know, kind of out the gym, quote, unquote, you know, but then I see somebody like you that's not only jumping out the gym, but you flying, like you just take off and you knew you were going to get to the rim. So what, what gave you, I guess, the confidence to, to know, Hey, as a freshman, I'm going to come in and submit my spot and I'm going to hold my own. Is it, you know, that, that, that whole summer, like, I ain't gonna lie, that whole summer, I, 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 I always played up, and I had to give that to, like, the guys in the neighborhood, you know, uh, give it up to Griff. Like, he wouldn't let us play down. Like, when we played in tournaments or played against somebody our age, and, and we went in by 20 or 30, like, that's what it – we weren't getting patted on the back for doing nothing like that. He's like, you supposed to kill them. Right. So so when I got to high school, it was, it was 
you know, I had already been playing against the older guys, you know. Okay. Uh, so it wasn't it wasn't nothing new. And, and like I said, I was a guy who was just looking to do whatever. At that time, the main thing I was looking to do was be able to play. Right. And I knew my bad, best asset to be able to play was try to put this thing on you. That was my, my best attribute at the time. Yeah. You know, rebound, try to dunk on you. Worked out, man, because <laughs> you was definitely doing it. I mean, I I mean, I did what? I did JV that year. And then, you know, I got to dress out for varsity some games. And, you know, mm-hmm. game, I got to dress out. Um, at that point, I knew I probably wasn't going to be getting in the game. But like I said, it's – if I would have did what I was supposed to and and had a different mindset, you know, I, I would have been right there with you, you know, and I shortchanged myself, but I became but I would say you look at that, look at look at look at all that talent pool that we had at that school, at a small school. Yeah. Like if you really think about it, like if you go through, you go, all right, on on that that freshman your team, that was Jeremy Lucky. That was uh Kim Burke. Yeah. Brian Baldwin, myself, uh, Nathan Williams. You had uh, uh, Jermaine Barrett. Man, I'm, I'm leaving off some people. DeWine played. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I know I'm going to leave off some people, and I apologize. It's been that long, but you know what I'm saying? Like, we we was, we weren't expected to do nothing that freshman year. Like, you know what I'm saying? We, we, knocked, we knocked some people we weren't supposed to knock. Right. And the one thing that that all that really gave me confidence for the rest of my career, like my my I have arrived moment, yeah. was that playoff game, that district uh, playoff game against North. North. Yeah, yeah. And once you know, it seemed like that was like that probably was the biggest game I had played in my life, and it felt easy. Yeah, you made it look easy. I mean, I think you had what like eighteen. 20 day game, something Man, like that. Man, I, I, I can't remember the exact number, but I mean, it probably was like, you know, I was always going to come somewhere between 15 to 20, always in between that number. So it was somewhere in between that. And, and, and like I said, we was playing against, you know, some tough competition with Lil Tony, Rebel Petty, uh, uh, James Collins, the big Stanley was over there. That They had a nice squad. We, we probably, yeah. we probably, you know, Stop them from getting two in a row. Yeah, and I always say, I mean, with like you said, that particular game, if 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 we remove you from that that game, I mean, it's it's definitely a loss. I mean, yo, I think like I, I think it was sixteen, sixteen or eighteen, but I mean, you had some key blocks that game. You were snatching it, rebounds left and right. Every rebound, basically, you was getting it. So I mean, if we remove you from that, I mean, chalk that as a as a loss for Ritter. So that was your aha moment. You go into the summer of your freshman year, still not you're not ranked or anything like that. And I think even back then, the, the rankings and stuff wasn't really a big deal like that, like it is now. Um, but this is a story I want you to tell from the Nike camp. Like I said, most people. So that's what's crazy. You know, I didn't even go. I didn't even play with the Eagles my my after my freshman year. I stayed, I stayed with Griff there one more year, you yeah. know, and um, – did my thing over there, or uh, I finally got with the Eagles after my sophomore year. Okay, you know everybody felt that would be best now to try to get get on that exposure scene with them, and try to get my name out there. Yeah, and you know iron sharpens iron, man. Nice. Like them practices was some of the best basketball you would play, cause you you literally got everybody from the best schools 
yep. Mike Dell, Lance Hurd, uh, Xavier Price, Tommy Liddell, Cam Murray, uh, Turtle, man, Kalen. You got, I'm talking about Blake Ahern. Yeah. Jamal Tatum, Taj Jackson, Ken Park, like, and you know, them different, all of us played against you, even on 15. Yeah. Them younger guys, Zach Riley, Alex Tyus, Alex Barnett, them young guys was playing. So it was just, you had to get it. Yeah. If you, if you, if you wanted to be playing and they was going to talk about you in them pickup games and them practices. Yeah. You had to be doing something. And that's what kind of like instilled certain things in that, in that era of basketball. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like it was competitive, but we was cool. Like, oh my God. Right. Right. Like, but everybody was competitive in their own way and it kind of worked. Yeah. But, you know, to kind of get back. Two, what you want to hear. So, you know, I, I'm playing with the Eagles. Yeah. Uh, Coach Nils is working the camp. Coach Nils say to me, damn, boy, you ain't mad. You working this damn camp? <laughs> <laughs> he said, you working it instead of playing. And, you know, it, it kind of, you know, fuel that fire in you yeah. a little bit. But I get a tap on my shoulder, no. No less than maybe 15 minutes after he say this. You know, a kid, a kid father happened to have a heart attack or something or something happened and he had to drop out. Yeah. So, you know, immediate replacement, Eagles all right there in their ear. Coach Gray, rest his soul. Yeah, uh, Pee Wee, all of them. Like this, like. Yeah. Him. <laughs> so they like. Where's his mom? He need. Where's his dad? He needs to get a waiver sign. They like, man. So I'm calling her like nine one one, nine one one, nine one one. She finally pick up. Luckily, she don't work for. Her. So she swing by, sign them waivers. I get on in. Probably the first play on my plate on the court. First yeah. play. Catch a tip dump. You know. At this time, I, I I wouldn't say I'm arrogant, but I had so much dog in me. I'm like, man, I'm in this motherfucker yep. after I dunked it. Yeah. And it was cracking. It got to cracking in that camp. Like, it was bad for people. Like, I dunked on a lot of people. I was locking up people. Yeah. And it was it was a lot of names in that camp. You know, it was a lot of names that went on to do professional things, that did a lot of things in college. Yeah. Uh, so was, was that the top 100? That was the that was the elite one hundred they hold here in St. Louis. Okay, you know, uh, at the time it was it was OJ was in the eighth grade. He was there. Tweety Kirk, Tweety Carter, I want to say was in the eighth grade. Okay, Derek character. They had like some babies. That was just you know you knew that was gonna kind of be exceptional. Right. Then they had the main guys, you know, that you kind of see separated themselves. Yeah. Uh, Sam Young, certain guys you could see, uh, Paul Millsap. Uh, but I end up make, making my from there getting the invite to the big camp. Okay. So, you know, the crazy thing about that, the invite comes almost like the same way. Like, uh, somebody can't make it. Yeah. Your your alternate. Can you make it? My parents at the Essence Fest. 
festival. Mm. Jamming. I'm trying to have a good time. Right. So I uh my dad got a partner who would come check on me that stay around the corner. I'm like, hey man, you're gonna have to drive me to Indiana so I can go play in this camp. He looked at me like, what? <laughs> like you talk to your parents, I'm like, man, I can't get in touch with them. You know, they at the Essence Festival. They they ain't got no no cell phones, no nothing like this. At this what? Oh two cell phones ain't jammed like that. Call me after nine. Yep. Minutes free. Right. Remember how it was? <laughs> <laughs> Call me after nine. Minutes free. Man, so when nobody really jamming their phone, I don't even think we was texting like that then. Nah. I so, ain't got uh, a cell phone till shoot. I graduated from high school. That was my graduation gift. The little Nokia joint with snake on it. Man, and look. Get the number five, you know, four times to get a letter and, you know, so. Yeah, we, we the end of that era. That's what's crazy. Well, we, we, we was the first to really get on computers. Yeah. Dial up. You remember that? That dude. I hate that. <laughs> I hate that. Internet be slow as a mug. That's when you have the AOL, the little group chats and all that stuff. The little uh, aim box, aim messages. You have to put the little CD disc in to, and that's crazy. <laughs> but yeah, man, I end up making it to the the, the uh, big camp from there. Okay. Uh, I have to get a big shout out to Blake Ahern and his pops, man. They came and swooped me up, you know. Nice. Okay. Swooped me up, took me down there, made sure I made it back. Blake put on the show down there. Hey, I'm not going to lie. Everybody from Missouri represented very well when I was down there, when we was down there showing, showcase. Okay. Uh, Dwayne Pope, shout out Pope, doing his thing. Uh, Xavier Price, myself, uh, Lance Harris was there. Yeah. Uh, Jamal Tatum. Uh, it was a few guys from like Marcus Walker. Uh, and Jamal Tatum, he went to, uh, he ended up going to Carson. Hickman. Or did Lance go to Hickman? I don't remember. Now, wasn't Randall on uh, one of those teams too? Randall Falker? He played with the Eagles. I don't think Randall was at camp. KG was there. Kalen was there. Can't, can't miss Big Big Dog. Big Dog was putting that thing in on people, boy. I'm talking about, you remember how Shaq used to do? Yeah. Hey, Chuck, I hey, got KG, KG probably was the closest thing putting that thing down like that, dog. So I, I grew was up. moving people. Yeah. They would just move. He wouldn't even have to post you up. It just, hey. No, you get me on. OC for you, and you just go do your thing. And it even was almost, I mean, it was, you ain't want that punishment from Big Dog. Nope. Because we used to play together as a kid, uh, as kids. You and play with the players? I played with the Warriors. Oh, the Warriors. So we used to play out at, uh, what was that, Kirby Middle. Mm-hmm. Uh, we kind of did a lot of stuff, like, out in North County. Um, so I played, like, two years, two or three years with him. And so when I got to McClure and he was at, you know, Hazelwood Central, I'm like, man, I got to go through. I got to go through this dude. Then at that time they had Aaron Jackson and that was basically, like, the opposite of me. Maybe that he 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 was a baby man. Man. Aaron was dunking. This ain't like in sixth grade. Yeah, Head gave a, a nice little story about how he went away to college, went to Duquesne. Him and Aaron Jackson stayed on like the same street. So Head come back one summer from school and they like, man, you got his parents like, man, you gotta go see Aaron. He dunking and 
you know, here like he thought, you know, he barely grazing around. He like, man, man he throwing like, that thing down, man. Yeah. And I, I always get a story how high he elevate on his shots. Like, oh man, Aaron would, would lean all back and pump that ball. Yep. And I mean, I just used to be mad, but he just he he was skilled like that. It was almost like you know somebody with hang time. He he was one of them. His mid range, he could fly. Yeah, his mid range was crazy. Yeah, yeah. you wasn't blocking his shot. Nah, it wasn't especially no. not that pull up. Nah, not no way. So we're gonna let's fast forward junior year. I leave Cardinal Ritter. Yeah, I get worse because I I ended up leaving. So yeah, I got worse as a team. No, I'm just kidding. Y'all went 31 and no. Y'all went 31 and no, man. That's you talk about somebody being mad, bro. I if I didn't curse my mama out, I'm probably sure I did under my breath. Cause I was that mad that she made me leave. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? I figured at least junior year, senior year, I'm gonna do my thing. Like I'm, I'm and you know what? We never really got to do as a as a team. You gotta look at all the people we played with. You yeah. never, you never was gonna be able to do your thing. Like, yeah, like I, they talk about what B Shy was able to do. I say that's pretty impressive. But shit, I didn't set out a lot of second and fourth quarters. I missed ten games due to injury or more. I didn't got kicked. I look, man. You know how Ritter used to be. You cussed out a teacher. You gotta miss a game. You oh, yeah. missed a, a couple of assignments. They come to get you off the floor of districts. Yep. They ain't care. So I played during that time. I missed some games because some foolishness I did. Right. And yeah, we, I still we have a game for the career. And so that's why I tell people all the time, I say, them numbers be still. And I played with a lot of people. Yeah. Like I say, if you look at the team I played with, it's probably a lot of guys not even right there that scored a thousand, but maybe at 700, 800. Nine hundred. Look at Dewan. Look at Tweed. True. Brian Baldwin played four years, three, four, three, four, three, four years of varsity. Yeah. Jamel Lacey. Yeah. I played with Alex. It was more talent. You know what I'm saying? We had a team. Yeah. All right. Football. You put the football guys in uh, Alvin, Raymond. Yeah. Come on, man. We then you look at Colin was decent. Yeah. It was yeah, a lot of guys, Ramon. It's easy to score when you you ain't got a squad. I mean, somebody got a score. So. But dude, dude commanded so much attention. Yeah. Like, you know, after – and Ken Burke, dude, dude was different. I ain't going to lie. And he kind of didn't trust us those first couple of years. And, but after my – after I got to that point when I did what I did – yeah. And I started instilling confidence in other people as I got my confidence. Like, you know, bringing Twig along with me to hoop. Yeah. Twig, Twig, really, and Alex, er, you know, and it kind of just was a, a chain reaction that year. Okay. And the main thing I think that clicked that year was everybody kind of knew this was the last year on Thickland. Yeah. And, you know, it kind of wasn't nothing that had to be said. Like, yeah, we gonna, we, we got to do something different. Right. And it wasn't that we was going to beat everybody, like, go undefeated. That wasn't the goal. It was just we we went every day. It was like the story was we going down Chuck and Ship Road. Yeah. You, every game is a brick. Every practice is a brick. So if you want to, you know, a bullshit house, you're going to do some BS. If you want a gangster house, we got to go win some and put some bricks on here. Right. 
that mansion was lovely at the end, man. Yeah, man. And we was one of the first to say we we went undefeated and did that. You know, uh, shout out to that team. You know, the school still ain't recognized us. That's crazy. You know what I'm saying? Like, it just be little weird stuff like that with the school where you be like, damn, for real? Like, we closed we close that for right, baby. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, you it's know, no, no better. We almost, we almost opened the new joint right. We lost the game before State my senior year. We lost to Centralia, the, uh, the potential champs, and they had 12 seniors on their team. Shout out to them boys. Jesus. Was, uh, was Matt, Matt Shaw was gone from there, I think. You remember Matt, Matt Shaw? That's Illinois. He went to Centralia in Illinois. Okay, you were talking about Centralia. My bad. Okay. Yeah. You know, that's one of my teammates from, from the Eagles. Shout out, man. Shaw, he used. Woo! He was a big That's guy. what I'm saying. Like, them practices. That's why I never played with the Eagles. I probably could have went to the trial, but realistically, I'm like, I'm not going to get to play. So that's how I ended up going to get I, I didn't start out playing. Well, but I, the thing was, like, like, I think that's the dog in me. You know, I don't like sitting. I don't give I don't, I'm sorry, I don't care who you are. I don't want to sit. Sit. Yeah. I, I came to play. Yeah. Like, even now in old age, like, it's getting hard for me to even play a little. I, I ain't like, I'm sitting, man. I, I ain't play. I never played to sit. Right. I played to be out there. And, you know, as we get older, body don't respond, do certain things. Nice. I can't, I, I, I got to go for it to balls to the wall. Because if I'm not, I'm not a good basketball player. I have to be high in. Right. That was always my skill. Yeah. So if I can't give you my skill, what I'm doing? That's facts. That's facts. So yeah, I mean, if I would have stayed at Ritter, I would have at least had one state championship. When I got to McClure, we lost uh, to Popular Bluff, you know, the game to go to state. So when I saw y'all, he was Crazy different. Is man, Tyler wasn't even. They had a guy, forgot his first name, his last name, Webb. And I think he still worked out in Popular Bluff as like a car salesman. But he had a little putback dunk right before halftime. And that changed the whole momentum of the game. You know, because we was winning. We was hanging in there with them. And then dude got that tip back dunking. Yeah, I had a nice squad. Yeah, I had a nice squad. Well, that was Clagg. Was that Clagg first year? No, no. My senior year was Clagg first year. Okay. That was the year before? That was the year before. That was Grant, Grant Agbo, Mike Stroke. That was all them senior year. Yeah. Yeah. Because you, you, Marvis was your, Marvis was 04, right? Yeah. Marvis was, he was, okay. He was Batman okay. and Robin. So y'all lost, y'all lost y'all bigs your senior year. We lost our bigs our senior year. Okay. Back, I mean, our, uh, junior year. We come back senior year, you know, me and Marvis pretty much taking over. We had some bigs, uh, but we lost the Central, you know, at the buzzer in district championship. Uh, boy, that was a good game, boy. You blocked Caitlin Duncan a couple of times, tried to put that thing. I laughed. Hey, I had, like you say, I, I, I had to. I had to. You, you got to go out swinging. And if I'm going out, I'm giving you all I got. Yeah. So what, what pissed and me off? I ain't going to lie. Game. Look, that last game against Centralia, you know, uh, I, I, I probably took an ill-advised shot at the end because yeah. we was probably down five and, you know, trying to rush back, took a, a three, thought it was a good idea, rushed it, missed it. You know what I'm saying? But I knew I, if I was going to go down my senior year, I knew I was going down swinging myself for sure. Yeah. I was so going to be loaded. Yeah, that's what made me mad. I fouled out that game. I'm, I've never – I didn't foul out that whole season. <clears throat> so, 
<clears throat> excuse me, man. Um, I ended up fouling out. And then I had to watch from the bench. It was nothing I could do. Nothing I could do. You know, so I fouled out with like four minutes left in the game. I'm I'm sitting like you said, I can't do nothing. I'm I mean, I'm trying to motivate. But and when I fouled out, we had a lead. So that lead started dwindling away. I'm trying to light my teammates, like light a fire under them. Like, hey, don't y'all lose this game, man. I'm already here. And Look, man, that's crazy. Look, so I take you back. You know, my, the junior year, my junior year was a roller coaster for that championship year. Yeah. Oh, and that, that, this that, was the year, right? Man, that's the wild, uh, wild roller coaster. So you got to remember, I'm coming off this great summer, right? Yeah. Did my thing. Go from being not ranked to to top fifty nine. Yeah, man, I come in. I'm finally. I'm lead. I'm leading the team in scoring. Okay. I think I'm averaging like nineteen, close to a dub. Okay. We probably six games in. We finna head into uh, the Christmas tournament. Okay. You know that just you just know something ain't right like i keep telling coach me my knee aching like i it ain't i'm not gonna stop playing but you know it just you right. got that feeling i made it through the first game made it through the second game championship we play gateway okay talking about i couldn't move i couldn't even lift my leg Man. so Coach had the little stem machine, trying to get all that together, trying to make sure I could play. It wasn't none of that working. Yeah. So at this point, you know, it was to the point now where it was like, yeah, you do have to go to the doctor. Like, we think something is wrong, you know. So we finally go. Uh, the doctor who did the surgery was a guy named Dr. Shively. Okay. All right. So that's who did that surgery. We, you know, surgery cool, minor um, minor cleanup scope, what it was. Uh, so I miss miss games. They steadily winning though. But the game before I knew I was gonna sit out and have surgery was uh, CBC. Okay. You know, it was certain games I would still try to, you know wobble up the court, give energy, yeah. all that type of stuff. And, you know, like on conference games, I'm like, I'm cool. Coach, like, you ain't got you, – you definitely ain't playing these. You know what I'm saying? So, <laughs> if it was like like CBC, I kind of just grinned and burned until I knew I was going to have to get cut off. Gotcha. Uh, so, that was my last game. And, like, that game went to overtime. I fouled out. I don't even think I scored, bro. Man. Like, I don't think I scored. It was one of them type of games, but man, I cut. I was cussing them niggas out, boy. I was like, "We not losing. Yeah. We definitely ain't losing, and I ain't playing no more for a minute. Like I ain't going out on no L. Like you know, just one of them moments where you know you you and Ken Burke hit a dagger. Boom. It's nasty, man. He. I ain't never seen a point guard really. I ain't never really seen a point guard like him, man. With his motor, scoring ability, physical. That stop and pop. Yeah. That stop and pop was lethal at that. Man, if he got anywhere in that mid-range and, and had you on your heels, right. and he elevated too on that thing. Yep. 
but you know it it, it kind of like he got to, he got his game so early it, it he never got nothing else like you know no, I wouldn't say never grew but did he have any more room to grow like he did he peak too early I also believe and I, I've seen that with some players where they got so much in their package so early man like you got was no room different, man he had a body he was strong early <laughs> Yeah, between him and him and Rodney Dotson, I mean, it was fast, fast, like going from end to end fast. Like, dude was different. Yeah, and you know we kind of had to keep up with him, like you know, he, even though he was weird, you know, like I tell people all the time, like I ain't really mess with Cam Burke. That wasn't my friend. Like my yeah. guys on the team know who my guys was: Twig, yeah. uh, Alvin. Alex, uh, Raymond, them, my God, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I ain't, the ones, you know, that was, they kind of, they clicked. Yeah. But we, we knew on that court, we had each other back and when nobody, we was, we all was dogs. Yeah. Especially on that defensive end. One thing about Niels was he really ain't care about offense. Yeah. I want everybody playing defense. If you ain't playing defense, you coming up out of here. Yeah. Niels had that intensity that, like I said, I just think going into high school, I wasn't ready for it because also I was so used to everything being handed to me. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I'm used to really being like the best player. He so made now, you compete. Yeah, and I wasn't used to really having – I was used to competing, but not at the at the force of a coach. You know I don't care who you are, yep. what we did the day before, if you played 40 or not. If we got practice, you finna compete, and we finna get it in. Yep, that's crazy. You sound like him. Though. That's crazy. Like that's that was him. Like ain't no ain't no in between out here. Ain't no friends. And you know that that I didn't seen Nils go off on coaches. Like Nils was different, man. And yep. you had to give him his respect. <laughs> like that's a legend. That's like if Phil Jackson tell you to do something. You're going to do it. And and think about this. The offense we ran allowed everybody to touch the ball, man. We ran the flex. Yeah. And and one thing you knew was you was going to catch it in the elbow or three area. You was going to catch it on the wing area. You might get a good quick post. Yeah. So it, it allowed for your game to be different. Like, I didn't have a position in high school. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, I most people probably think I'm the center. Yeah. Cause I'm jump balling, I'm guarding the biggest guy. Right. But we'll switch. Yeah. Think about that. You had so many good, good um, wing, wing and perimeter defenders with Brown Ball and Twig, Ken Burke, on ball defenders. Yeah, that it made it easy to get them steals and getting up as a lane. That it made it easy, and you know Riddle was small then. That little cracker jack baby, you get from end to end quick. Yep. So. Think of I. Run. Eye. That was one thing. Run. That was Neil's thing. Being some shape. I don't yeah. want to have to get you in shape. Yeah. Cause you know, practices was late anyway at Northwest. Wow. That's what's crazy. Like man, them stories. Man, walking in packs to Northwest. People don't understand. Oh, in Walnut Park. Walnut Park. We got on all black and red. I remember them Levens came out. We losing a pack. <laughs> Everybody got on the black and red 11. I just told this story to uh, my cousins when I went home for my grandpa's funeral. 
Put your head down and keep walking. Yep. We, there's some cats on a bike on the corner. Oh man, we used to go through some wild stuff over there at that wild up park. Rough boy. All right, so we're gonna fast forward to your senior year. What well we've been on your senior year, but what made you commit to uh to Wisconsin Green Bay? Slim Pickens. You know, uh I had committed to uh, Oklahoma my junior year yeah. at the uh after I kind of went on a visit there, I kind of just liked their team. And and that was one of my favorite teams I had watched in college when they had Hollis Price, Quanish Brown, Big Jaboy Brown, um, E.B. Ara, uh, my left, was it Travis McGee, the big left? Yeah, I can't remember his name. Man, they had they had a nice little squad right there and went on that nice, nice run to the final four. Uh and I like I liked the it was right in that time when I was finna sign. Okay. Uh, and uh, when I went on my visit, it was longer, longer. It was longer, longer, and Donnell Jackson. We was all talking about, you know, committing at the same time. But, you know, they they big names. I ain't – I'm trying to just get somewhere and, and get it in. Right. And, you know, I, I felt like I fit that, fit, that, fit that culture that they had going right there. So I committed right away. Okay. So it, it would be some pressure off, you know, take some pressure off myself. Just go in and send you your ball out. Yeah. So, you know, even with that, you know, my junior year, I'm still I'm still recovering. I had another surgery in the summer. Yeah. Cause so you I carry you that that following something. Well yeah, yeah so I yeah. I missed the circuit. The only thing I did uh was Boo Williams. Okay. Was my um junior year. I mean yeah, going into my senior year. So I only did Boo. So I kind of went MIA anyway after that. Like, uh, I think I worked the Hoop Jamboree. Um, crazy thing is, I'll tell you this story. We went down there. I had had surgery. My mom was like, let's go down there and see what happened. We'll make it a family vacation if, okay. if you can't do nothing. So I still went down there after surgery. It might have been two weeks, three weeks after surgery, and I go down there anyway just to see what's up yeah. to the All-American camp. So I check in, do my physical stuff. They they see the knee and all that. So of course they say I can't play. So if you injured, you can't you can't get sponsored, basically. Okay. You can't partake. So, you know, we went, made it a, a family vacation because I kind of just told my mom, like, I don't want to just watch the other guys play ball. I don't really want to come back and be watching them play ball and be just right. sitting there. So we kicked it up there in uh, Indiana. Uh, so I'm not really getting back to myself until December. Like we going through, I don't even get to do none of the preseason workouts. You know, uh, we we finally got a track at Ritter, so they was running, doing different stuff. Yeah. Neil's kind of had me leading it because, you know, that was something Ken Burke dad would do. But when Ken left, he kind of, you know, left too, okay. you know. So that senior year, the coaches was uh, Dave Robinson, Ken K, Action, and uh, Ron Walker, of course, with Neil. You know, so it was the uh, them guys over there helping out on the bench. Um. 
Damn. What was uh? Damn, I can't year remember the name. Senior huh? into the senior year. I can't remember. Start playing until December. I couldn't remember the name of uh oh, Dr. Lehman, Richard Lehman. Okay. Was the doctor that did this surgery. So come to find out, it was some extent not extensive, but some other things that was wrong inside of the knee the whole time that should have been done before. Okay. Like the kneecap should have been shaved. Uh the cartilage wasn't wasn't particularly clean correctly for athletes, you know. And Dr. Lehman specialized in, in athletes. Okay. Uh, so for me, it was like you know that kind of setback. Like I said, I missed that summer. All that we get, I don't get right. I can't touch a ball literally until like two weeks before the season starts. Is when I'm finally cleared to start participating in basketball activity. Uh, so from probably Boo Williams was early in the summer. So from that time, I probably hadn't touched the ball, you know, just kind of sulking, yeah. doing all that weird stuff when you injured. But I was rehabbing. Um, I finally cleared play, first day back playing. We playing open gym at the New River. Yeah. You know, the rims don't break at all at the New River if you ain't never hooped there. Yeah. Man, I chipped my tooth right away. Like right away, like get a tip dump, yeah. boom, hit my mouth on the thing, like timing all off, you know, just some goofy shit when you athletic. Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, boom, hit, chip my tooth. And I had just got my braces off the day before. Wow. So I had to tell my mom, I just cleared to play ball. I just got my braces off yeah. and I didn't chip this tooth. She like, man, you better slow. Like, you know, just one of them, you got to slow down. Like, I'm trying to just go right back into full yeah. swing of everything. And, you know, we started out rocky that, that same year, coming off the undefeated scenes, man. We lost to Marquette. Uh, we lost to Lafayette. Mm -hmm. And, you know, them was teams we was running through. Like, running through. Like, I'm still, I have no timing. Alex had twisted his ankle. Uh, two days before the tournament, so he wasn't no good. Uh, Alvin had a visit. Like, it was it was one of them times where it was, like, real weird, you know, like, I got – and the team wasn't really – that team wasn't really a basketball team. It was just a bunch of athletes. A bunch of athletes. Like, we ain't, yeah, we ain't really have the guys to really be that, that type of team that we was before, yeah. you know, or the leadership. You know, it was really me. You know, Raymond was was a leader, but Raymond was a football player. And, you know, Raymond was going to say it was my team anyway. Right. But, you know, he wasn't going to be step up and be that emotional leader like that because he wanted me to do that. Yeah. Uh, Alvin was still trying to get his own, own thing popped off with football. So, you know, if he had a visit and all that, I understood because he wasn't a basketball player. So you can't be mad at him for missing the game to try to get his situation straight over there. Uh, but our guard play just really decreased bad. You know, can slow scales, rest his soul past that, that summer in yeah. a um, tragic car accident who probably would have been the guard for us to step in and probably drive the car. 
Yeah. You know, and probably took some pressure off of me and Alex because we had to play point a lot that year. You know, uh, Marcus Upchurch was the guard. Uh, a young, a young Marquise, uh, a young DeAndre Gilmore. You know, them guys was 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 still, you know, wet behind their ears. Yeah. They ain't really had. They really, they really hadn't felt them battles we had been through at that time. Right. And you know, like coach, coach, cause uh. Not coach, but coach set up some games because I had some certain offers. Like Kentucky had still wanted to see me, so we went down and played in this Kentucky tournament against Chris Lofton. Man, when I say Chris Lofton put on a show, yeah, dude put on a show. Like yeah. he could flat out shoot that thing from yeah. anywhere. And you know, it was one of those moments where you like, damn, man, I hate I'm hurt. I can't really, I can't really get off. I can't do what I want to do. You know, Alex needs some help. You know, it was kind of like we got embarrassed, too. We ended up losing like like the dub. You know, it, it wasn't something I was accustomed to as being a Ritter player. You know, we right. had a sense of pride. You know, if we was going to go down, we was going out and fighting. Yep. And we was fighting, but it was like, shit, we ain't got enough bullets. Yep. You know what I'm saying? I never experienced that with Ritter. And, you know, like being hurt, it was like, damn, like I can't, I can't really – step on this throttle like I'm trying to and it ain't nothing come producing. Right. And I ain't used to that neither. So, you know, that senior year was different. You know, it was real different. We had a lot of ups and downs. Uh it finally started clicking for me. Mm -hmm. Like I say in December. After after we played that shine, it really started clicking for me. It was like, you know, I hate we didn't play them the year before. And a lot of people who, who don't know uh never was blessed to see, man. We used to scrimmage that shot. You know, some of the gangster scrimmages you never seen. Yeah, I bet. Man, we used <laughs> to always ride. Look, Nils will tell you, like, don't get out. We gonna take, you know how you talk, we're gonna take a ride. Yeah. Man, we load up. <laughs> we hit the V. And this when the V was on green. Yeah. Man, we had some good runs in there. Talking about me, me battling with Nick. Yeah. Twig battling with 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 Jimmy. Dot poking, poking Ken, Donnie, and Brian Ball. Oh man. Yeah. We, we getting it in. And what what was it used to be a uh it wasn't a tournament, but it was like a little summer uh Best summer. in the Midwest. Yeah. The high school, the high school thing. And we played in that our fresh uh the summer of our freshman year. And that's hey, you Jimmy. remember what Jays was out then? Jimmy was don't, giving don't me don't low, don't low pattern leather, don't low python, yeah. blue boys. Yep. I'm like, man, yeah, that was Bashan was. It man. was different. Yeah. They was they always been different, but you know one one thing you can you always knew about that you know, with their culture, it was it was a culture. Yeah. You had to buy into that system. You know, and it it, it kind of taught if you you know it was it's almost like a little college culture yeah. that they got doing there. Yeah. So you know they doing their thing. But but that's a case in point too with Vashon how you look at they they coaching staff. Yeah, Tony they, they, not, Tony. They not keep it within. Now, he, he, he's they keep it within. Yeah. They, they they build from within with with they with they thing they got going. I mean. You would you I know where you're going with this. I mean, you would want to see high school do this, but I mean, it that ain't what they do. Even though I left Ritter, I'm still. I mean, I I claim Ritter and McClure. 
hey, one thing you can't do is compare yourself to somebody else's. I, that's exactly what I know. Yeah. And I can't, you know, I can't knock my blessings because somebody else ain't doing what I think they should be doing or what the people think they should be doing. I mean, that ain't my blessing. RJ doing his thing. Antonio doing his thing. I'm at Soledad doing my thing. You know, we just had a decent little squad. The last couple of years, we just been a piece or a game away, yeah. you know. Team, just teams been knocking us at the right time, clicking at the right time. So, you know, I, I love where I'm at right now, what I'm doing, bro. Like I say, I can't knock my blessings because, you know, they not doing what we think they should be doing, but right. it is what it is. Yeah. I'm still a Ritter guy. You know, they just, they want to ship too. Shout out to them guys over there. Big Gary, you know what I'm saying? Look, Lil G. Okay, okay, them little cats cool. I like them. You know, if they need some, hey, I'm here. I'm, I'm, I'm an OG you can reach to. I ain't like that. I mean, I've I've done a, a poll before, and it, the consensus is, I mean, at least with you, you fall somewhere in that top ten. Um, from a couple of people I talked to, you know, I was biased with mine. I mean, I I kind of put you in the top five. Cause I was basing it off of people that I've seen as well. Um, you know, but f to be at a school like Ritter with that, that history and to be at least in top 10, like, how does that, do you feel a certain way about that? Does that play a role in how you carry yourself or how you, how you, uh, how you would, I guess, summarize your career at Ritter? I'm still the same kid from Ritter. Um, I I, I really ain't ain't changed that much. I'm mature, you know, yeah. different things of, of that nature. But if you know me, if you knew me then, I'm still the same T. Yeah. You know, so so the only thing that 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 has changed is you know, little facial hair, all that type of stuff. But I'm I'm that same guy that that grew up yeah. on the north side. Facial you hair, know, kids, wife. You know, but yeah. I, I only thing I know what Ritter has done to help instill with. You know, they, they instill a lot of great value. Yeah. You know, they instill great pride of you to be who you are, especially being black. Right. You know, that that, that school really did something for us. You know, Mr. Henderson, you know, uh uh Bishop, uh uh it's a lot of people who who do that line. It's hard, you know, yeah. even though you know we 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 ain't see eye to eye then in this thing, you know, it's just people who see something in you and Ooh. and, and, and you know, it's almost you gotta poke that bird to make it get a reaction sometimes. Yeah. And so, you know, they they poke you. And you I tell people all the time, it's a fine line you walk between confidence and arrogance. Yeah. You know, I, I don't know which line I walk. I'm I've always been confident enough to be me. So, you know. But I mean that, most hoopers that say though, I mean, you got it's a certain level of arrogance essentially that you gotta have when you when you go on the court, you gotta have that arrogance to really be successful. That's how I look mm -hmm. at it. Like, even now, I get on the court at 33, I'm not in the best shape, none of that. But if you put me in in a man, you're gonna get you're gonna get the best of what this 30, 33, 34 year old got in. Compete and you're not gonna embarrass me. So if that sound arrogant, and I don't from an NBA player to whoever, you're not gonna embarrass me. You might get some buckets on me. But you're not gonna embarrass me. It ain't too many and, people who done that neither. And I stand firm on that. That's why I keep 
people always joke when I say whenever the, the Bonner League or whatever they call it, the Pro-Am League now in St. Louis, when that pop off and I see what they're trying to do with it, I will personally fly in. I'll come to St. Louis for two weeks. I, I'll sit on the bench or play very minimal minutes that first week, but that second week, I need some reps, and I guarantee you I hold my own. Because there's a lot of people that don't even know me, so when I get on the court, they're going to be like, I don't even hey, know what to do. You so. know what's crazy? And I, 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 you, I know you're talking about you, but a left-hand assassin that people do not talk about no more and was poisoned, Tommy Liddell, bro. Tommy Liddell was poisoned. Tommy, I don't even hear, I mean, everybody doing all these, who the best in St. Louis, I, you hear that Poison. song? Poison. I don't see nobody talking about him. I remember we had just graduated. He was playing with Eastside. Mm -hmm. Jimmy, J Jimmy was was that dude, you know, and, and they battled. I'm talking about battled in the championship at the bottom. Tommy had like 26. Jimmy may have had like 30, 32. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I look quiet as a cap. I had a quiet 16, bunch of tip dunks. We end up losing. But you know what I'm saying? It's just certain things. I'm like, man, how my guy don't get mentioned? Like, he was a point guard. He was a lot of people, he was a point guard. Yeah. And mid-range was impeccable, and he was getting to that that thing, and he punched. He just he made it look so effortless. Like, like another guy, look, I'm gonna keep going. Look, X. Man, do you remember Xavier Price? Yeah, we played against him my my junior year. We played him in the uh the the KU store at the shootout. My freshman year, when I when I probably should have went over to the Eagles, but I stayed loyal to my guy. We played we played them. Yeah, we played the Eagles. They got Sean Livingston, all these cats. Eggs. You know to play Eagle when they throw that thing up, they mm -hmm. come down and bam. Man, they threw that thing to eggs. He palmed it. You know, he got them big, big hands. He yep. palmed that thing with one hand. And I'm talking about, doom. I'm like, oh, man. I need to. I, that look, that's why I'm like, yeah, I got to get over there. Yeah. I got to get over there. That, he was one person I, that that was a two-way player early. Yeah. He was nice. I thought it – because he ended up going to Purdue, right? Yeah, he was a two-way player early. Like, I really – it was just a lot of guys on that team I stole a lot from. Yeah. Like Cam, Murky don't get enough respect in this basketball world. That shit was unorthodox, but he was a walking bucket. Yeah. I tell him that all the time. I'm like, Cam, that it was so ugly. Yeah. But he made it work. And then was gonna guard you 94 feet. Yeah. He was a dog. He was a dog. We used to go to when I got to McClure, we used to go to Gateway and whoop them, but Yeah, uh Cause y'all all went to Compton Drew, huh? Yeah, Compton Drew. Big Randall, all y'all, huh? Yeah. Yep. Compton Drew had a lot, of, a lot of little town country. I know, uh, you know, I went to Bush. Bush wasn't really coming out with the basketball guys. We just get a lot of football guys to go through the okay. track guys. Yeah, niggas was fast. Yeah, we had some hoopers come out of Compton. That's why I said if I would have stayed the course, I would have ended up at Gateway. And it, it, it all worked. It worked for the good. It worked for the good. Your story is your story. I did just tell it. You know, had a had a little successful run there. Um, 
being a mama's boy, I should have took different avenues post high school, but things hey, happen. Hey, you remember some of the things what that was going on in them Carter Riddle Halls when we was there? Yeah. It was clown. Hey man. hey man, you hit Miss Berry with that door. <laughs> oh my God. Oh, we was clowns, man. Just being, being, 